Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another... Yeah, it's another another Tadpog podcast. Mm -hmm. It's one of those. It's a podcast. It happens consistently. Yep. We're we're in there for four years. For four years running, yeah. Never Tw- never took a break. Most most of the time, twice a week. Yeah, was once a week a long time ago, but then twice a week. Pretty so early on. when I'm in therapy, um, like I'm, my therapist is going to say you have to stop doing this <laughs> twice a week, or you have to take a break, one or the other. You can't. The reason mm. that you see spiders when you close your eyes <laughs> is because you do this <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This is better than therapy. No, I'm just kidding. I'll never go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I see spiders all I de- the time. I deal with my madness. <laughs> Where two old guys play games. It's other shit Monday, so it's just old games, new games, this whatever is a, kind of game. We're talking about a very new game today. Very, very. So, extremely so, new. So new, it's not really out it's yet. not even out yet, exactly. This is probably the newest game that we've ever done on yep. the show. So that is a recommendation for Dad Month by Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins called Dad Quest. Dad Quest. Dad Quest. That's right. We're wrapping up Dad Month, which yep. is a huge deal because yep. we don't normally do things like that. <laughs> Wrap things up, yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the Simpsons games, we're not wrapping that up. Because, I, I mean, I don't think I want to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we've wrapped up the IGN's Top 100 SNES games list, mm-hmm. and we've wrapped up uh, the the other one, the N64 list, yep. Dorkley's N64 list. That's that's it, pretty much, I feel yep, like. Yeah, so we're pretty much already done. Digital Trends, we'll probably, we'll probably get through we'll that one. We'll finish that one. We haven't finished La Mulana yet. It's fine. No, but we're saving La Mulana for, <laughs> for episode, last episode 321 or whatever it is. <laughs> All right. Before we get to all that, I'm your beard host, Tyler. Yes. And I guess you can intro yourself because we have a, a story together. Okay. I'm your bespectacled host, Dave. And rhythm master Paul Korn is is getting married to soul sister yarn sorceress Chandra Chandra Lee Martinez. It's a momentous. It's a yeah. momentous Tadpog occasion. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and claim it for Tadpog. Oh, it's yeah, a Tadpog exactly. man. We're, we're why this is worked for them. We're their glue. It's fine. It's, they've it's both, okay. They've both yeah. told me that in confidence. So yeah. like, don't tell the <laughs> other one I said this. But, but I, I'm only with them because of you. Because yeah. because of you and Tyler, we're, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Because we know you'll give us a huge shout out on the show. Yeah. That's, that's their <laughs> only motivation. That, that's fine. We can be, uh, we, we will be your marriage glue. Yeah. You have a game you want us to play. You need just some marriage glue. Just include that in your five-star oh, review. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new service we provide for <laughs> upper-level donors on yeah, Patreon. Yeah. We'll provide you um, marriage counseling. <laughs> we'll just, that's just a thing that we'll do. At $50 a month, you can... I mean, we'll just <laughs> hang out with you and your uh, bride or groom-to-be, and we'll just hash it out. We'll go over your budget. 
We'll talk about um, your religious differences mm-hmm. and how you mostly, gonna... mostly we're the yeah, and that's we're gonna focus. <laughs> if there's on not that. any, we're encourage some to come up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. You got to have problems. You got. You need to have just lots of drama. That's you... what makes a marriage work is lots of drama. Yes, you have to keep it real at all times. <laughs> um, also, never be considerate of one another. That's Mm-mm. an important thing. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> um, uh, and make sure that you have a child. Uh, before you're ready, like way before yeah, you're yeah, ready, yeah. or or if like we're not helping, and the, just go ahead and have a child just to repair things. That's the best. It's the best. Yeah, absolutely, it's the best that is a good policy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the pat, patch baby. It's fine. Yeah, I, you know I do feel like um, sociologically we're programmed to do that, like because that happens so frequently <laughs> yeah. that like I, like there has what's the answer behind that? Because so many people I know. Like, who shouldn't be having babies have babies? And it's they're like, well, they didn't fix anything. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I guess we're just programmed to do that. Yeah. We just like sex a lot. It's true. <laughs> I think is the real reason. But what we also like. What is that? Five-star iTunes reviews. Five-star iTunes reviews. <laughs> sex, five-star iTunes reviews, and now the escape game. Yeah, the escape game. Paul Korn was nice enough to invite us to his surprise bachelor party. Uh, yesterday in Nashville, part of which was going and playing the escape game. Yeah, we played the heist yeah. version. Um, so I had never done a escape game. Nope, neither did I. I, I didn't really know what to expect. I actually kind of thought it was going to be more um, like s- the movie Saw. <laughs> I'm glad that it was I was wasn't. mad Carrie Yules wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was... Um, I was really relieved that it wasn't mm-hmm. like because I have heard of escape rooms where it's like, okay, so you, they put you in the trunk of a car and that's where you start. <laughs> and it's like when I read that, I was like, I'm not sure that I want to do this. It's either the escape game or they're taking you to a teen rehab, whichever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been kidnapped. I'm gonna be um, quote unquote cured of all my childhood ails. But yeah, it was, it was, I expected it to be, well, my impression of it, because I know people have done it before, I expected it to be very similar to 999 and Virtue's Last Reward, and, and it was. That is basically what those games are, room by room. By room. Yeah. And plus making decisions on where you're going to go, but it's very similar. So, because for people who don't know what the escape game is, yeah, for this probably, escape game. We should probably explain that. Because uh, basically, the, it's a series of rooms each uh, that consists of multiple puzzles that you have to solve in order to get out and progress to the next room toward an overarching goal. So the puzzles, like examples of the puzzles would be like Mm -hmm. um, finding hidden numbers and paintings is one of the things we had to do. Spoilers if you're going to do the heist at Escape Game. Maybe I should use different examples. (laughs) (laughs) And like there were save, uh, like safes. I was like, safe safes, safes, or is it saves? No, no, I think it's safe. It's, safe. it's definitely saves. saves. <laughs> I went to the bank and checked on all the saves, make sure. Because uh, hidden, uh, hidden safes where you'll have to figure out uh, yeah, a combination of letters or numbers to unlock to get keys to get further decipher right. crypt- cryptograms. Is that what you call it? And uh, it was, it was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. There is, I hear. So exalted Lord Mike of Purdue. Uh, I know has done several of these, mm-hmm. um, so I was I'm excited for his reaction to this. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know if he's ever been to the Escape Game in Nashville, yeah. Uh, but I think there's 
I hear there's one local here, like Talon Falls. There's one Falls. in Paducah. Whenever I saw that it was Talon Falls, I was like, oh, um, hmm. I don't know if that's legit or not. Why do you say that? Have you had bad experiences just, with Talon oh, Falls? I hate Talon or? Falls. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate Talon Falls. Is it just because it's like cheapo? Yeah. Or? yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And this, like, in Nashville, wasn't. it didn't feel cheap. I mean, no. it felt a little small, but that's because they're kind of working in Nashville in, like, a smaller building. Yeah. Like, it didn't really, it's supposed and they to. And they didn't peel the uh, stickers off of some of their furniture very well, because oh. I know in the second room where all the, the art books were, uh, one, a keypad and a locked box were on that shelf, and I was looking everywhere, because little clues can be stuck up anywhere or hidden numbers, like I'm pouring over this shelf, and yeah. I find out. Oh, okay. This in in the the story is that like this um, college professor who also is called the curator, his thief name, where he steals art from yeah. all over the world. So I was like, oh, this millionaire master thief like bought this shelf at World Market. I know. Yeah. <laughs> here's this sticker yeah. and the directions on how he put it together. Yeah. <laughs> and here's his fedora, which clearly has an Indiana Jones label in the hat. <laughs> so yeah, immersion gets broken a little bit here and there. <laughs> but all in all, I thought it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I want to do another one. Yeah, like I too. really, really want to do another one. And <laughs> like I'm kind of tempted to check out Talon Falls, but at the same time, I feel like I can't because I'll be going in with super high expectations. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I would I mean, be surprised. I want to see if it's an official like license by those same people escape game and not just like Talon Falls. Like, let's just cash in on this escape game thing. You know that's so, what it is. Probably. I mean, like, I haven't looked it up, but I mean, that's... Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. We're in, we're in P-Town. We're in Paducah. Well, we don't just, license shit here. <laughs> <laughs> they just lock you in, that, in a room and just like... You have to ask for the key. Yeah. Can I have it, please? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, so the the real catch of it is you're supposed to try to do it in, in under an hour. Uh-huh. You've got a time limit of an hour. Um, and that puts a lot of pressure on, especially near the end, because we cut, we cut it pretty close. I think we had like three minutes or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. left. Um, and you can get three – you can ask for three hints – um, that are free, and then any hints you ask for after that, it adds time to mm-hmm. your final time. So I am curious, like, what happens if you just go in there and you're like, hint, all right, do the next thing. Hint, yeah. do the next thing. <laughs> Essentially do it like my one-and-a-half-year-old asks for help, <laughs> where it's like if we get to any obstacle at all, she's like, help, help. Oh, please, because he said unlimited hints. Yeah, I so know. Your completion time. You beat it under an hour, but your time is three hours and 50 minutes. <laughs> it's 14 days. <laughs> so it was fun. I want to do another one. Yeah, and they give you, you know, you, three request helps. And yeah, yeah, beyond that's the time limit. And they'll give you free help sometimes. If they see that you're almost there, but you've interpreted it like a little bit differently, they'll give you a free hint, which yeah. I think we only got one of those in the first room. Yeah, something like that. Because we were overthinking it. Yeah. But I don't know how we were supposed to know uh, that... It was supposed to, uh, without giving too much away, because we were trying to look at dates on paintings to try to figure out what number to put these numbers in. Yeah. And you were just supposed to go clockwise. I don't know how we were supposed to know to go clockwise. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know what the reasoning was on on that. Like, I don't know if there was a hint that, or, you know, some kind of 
evidence, some kind of clue that we missed that's supposed to tell us that we're supposed to enter them in yeah. clockwise or if it's just kind of an arbitrary thing. Because, yeah. yeah, we were trying to go and, like, date by, like, order of the date the painting was completed. Yeah. Which would have made sense, perfect sense yeah. to me. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, absolutely. But it was still fun. Um, did you feel like... Did you feel awkward at all that you knew that you were being monitored 100% of the time by our game guide, Coleman? Cole, with his weird mustache? <laughs> uh, no, I guess I didn't really think about it. Yeah. I did. I got over it. Once I, like, about five minutes in, I forgot about it. But, mm-hmm. like, the first five minutes, I was, like, very mindful to, like, not accidentally touch my private parts <laughs> <laughs> or say anything. For us not to start kissing when we get stressed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the only way I can handle this. I got to kiss all these boys. Davy Tyler's Village Tres. Come yeah. here. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Help. <laughs> so uh, we did it with seven people, which is the maximum. Uh, how do I you feel about I feel like that was too much. Like it's in that first yes. room, like I ended up like kind of just standing, standing around at, looking. at one point because like, Everyone was because one guy had done it before, so he was taking not this one before, but he'd done several not the highest, but he yeah yeah. So he was kind of immediately jumped in and was taking the lead, and you know there were so many of in the small room that I was just like, uh, there's literally nothing for me to look at because everyone is looking at something. Right, I know. I felt so much better when that we got that first door open, yeah, and we had kind of like room to to move around and enough stuff that all of us could be checking out and try to figure out something. But I agree. I felt I felt like I mean it was fun, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I got to meet everybody there. Um, but I do feel like it would be easier with like five people instead yeah, of seven. Yeah. Because what was happening is, um, since we all wanted to be helpful, and we all wanted to like help solve mm-hmm. the puzzle. Yeah. We would like scatter and then like work on these smaller puzzles, but not communicate with each other. Like I, what we were. Oh, I was so I was sick myself at one point because like I because I was like okay. I know we solved this one riddle. Here's the answer. Oh, but these there aren't enough letters on these two locks. I had no clue there's a third lock in the room. So he wouldn't need her to use one clue if I had just known if that lock If you had known that there. lock existed. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's tough, too, because, like, I don't think there's a way around it with that many people. Like, yeah. I really don't. But I think, like, if you have a smaller group, uh, like four or five, that are pointing out everything. Yeah. I also think this might sound crazy. But um, in, like, first edition D&D, there are two important roles. Uh, There's a cartographer and there's a caller. And I think, like, going into an escape game would be, with a caller, would be amazing. And a caller is the person who, like, just takes in all the information and then makes a decision. So, like, you're not wasting time. Like, we should have had a caller for, like, hints. Yeah. Where it's like, you're in charge of hints. Like, if you feel like... You, if you feel like the group is needing a hint, just call for it yeah. so that we're not like wasting seconds. Like, do we need a hint? Should we get a hint? We need yeah. a guy who's just responsible for that. That's true. It would be good. I was, I was proud of myself for finding the actual painting because um, the, the lead guy has basically read the map wrong. So in the art room, everyone was on the opposite side of the room trying to find a hidden panel. Yeah. And I was just like, I think it rolls over this way. So I'm the only one who goes over to the other side. And I'm like, oh, I should have seen this earlier. I felt my perception lifted up a fake board painting. And it makes mm-hmm. sense that it was there. And I don't want to mm-hmm. spoil anything, but it makes sense that it was there because we couldn't have accessed that point previously. Yeah. Because it was closed off by something. Yeah. 
So it's really hard to talk about because I don't want to spoil, spoil it. it. But for at anybody, the same time, yeah. I really want to talk about the specifics. Nice spoil, spoil. I said spool, spool. Like, you know, spool, spool the thread. I don't want to spool it for anybody. I don't even know what I said. I'm, I'm okay. You said spoil. I, I said spool. spoil. Well, you are speaking correctly. Depends on <laughs> depends on how you look at it. Um, so this is so it's very similar to nine 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 and and all that. Yeah, like, that's basically what you do are those little sort of logic puzzles to try and figure out like keys in a combination to open a door to keep to keep going. All right. So. Well, I I wanted to play. I already wanted to play nine nine nine, but like after going to the escape room, uh, I want to play it more. Yeah, I think you would especially nine 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 is. A little dated, I guess, because it was for it's for just the just the, the DS. DS. Yeah, so it it has some uh, well, little clunky. What am I trying to say? It's a little clunky. There aren't any like just like improvements to make it just easier on the person playing it. Gotcha. But they all fix in Virtue's Last Reward, like interface kind of. Issues. Yeah, and then like if you get an ending, um, a bad ending, you have to start completely over from the beginning. Where Virtue's Last Reward, every the step before every ending, it branches off like in virtuous last reward it has just a big tree of endings so once you get one ending you just click open go to the last spot where a decision was and gotcha. you can make the opposite decision that's cool that's cool i like that so. especially in 999 because you have to play what i think is very stupid to get the best ending you have to make all the decisions all the right decisions to get to the end twice Really? So you'll get to the almost at the end, and then you get like, a, and then you get a password. Yeah. So then you have to restart all over again and play with it, knowing this password. So it's kind of gotcha. Not even, not even Chrono Trigger level of friendly and getting the multiple ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I still want to play it um, because I had a, I had a good time. Yeah. So it's very, it's very much like walking to like all these very very different themed rooms each yeah. one will be so no that's very good cool very, well, just like that Paul thanks for inviting us yeah uh, after that I went out with uh, him and some of the other guys to um, a pizzeria called uh, Mafiosa's yeah how was um, that it was good it yeah. was really good the pizza was great um, man downtown Nashville is busy it's busy yeah um, on a Saturday night yeah yeah <laughs> so and and I feel weird, like, I'm sure to, like, everybody else there, it was just, like, normal. Like, maybe even a light night. But, like, for me, like, I can, I, I can like, blow through downtown Paducah, like, at 50 miles an hour and, like, <laughs> yeah. not even, like, catch a red light because no one's down there. It's yep. just deserted. Um, but, that, but it was really cool down there, and the pizza yeah. was good. I ate so much cheese yesterday, <laughs> and it's, like, I haven't had a lot of cheese recently, like, mm. in the last couple months so it has just been like today has just been it's been a weird <laughs> like my stomach's just been making like whale noises all day <laughs> yeah good times but yeah, yeah it was good definitely want to go back uh dad quest yeah you want to talk about dad quest yeah do you hear that dave well this doesn't have a wikipedia entry it does not have a okay. wikipedia entry um and i can read I can read off of the Kickstarter page sure. if there you, you like. Go. I do hear that non-existent train, um, which of course ushers in a segment that we like to call. Um, actually, how about Dave reads from Steam Greenlight? Yeah, which also I don't think sums up the game very well. So, <laughs> um, okay, guys, Dad Quest. Um, you know, I'm just gonna. I'm just. I might just wing it. Okay. <laughs> I might just win it. Because that's 
one of my problems with the game is very, very, very little to go on. Yeah, it's a game that's like kind of based around exploring mm-hmm. and taking your time to figure things out. Um, and so you're right. There isn't much explaining to it at all. Um, there is a... Okay, so here's a little caveat uh for full full transparency or other terms that like actual journalists use uh we played a demo this game Mm -hmm. because this game isn't out yet yeah it's on steam green light um but the only way to play what exists currently is to download the demo um which the demo is just a straight up flash file there's nothing there's like no installer there's nothing fancy to it at all the demo is two files the uh, the flash document and a readme text. Mm-hmm. You got to read that readme text because it, yep. it gives um, the instructions on like how to how to move uh, and how to throw your child. And it, even then, like the, I didn't feel like they gave you enough information. Like you need to know because I had no no clue whatsoever about a wall jump. Like you had to tell me that. Yeah, I, I could not find that anywhere. Like, no. all the people in the game don't tell you that. No, the instructions don't tell you that. No, and it's it's important. Yeah, so that, that immediately that soured me to the game. Yeah, um, yeah, you need the wall jump for sure. Like, you no. can't progress. I got when I first played it, I got stuck. Um, something in a similar situation. I wasn't able to like. There were these like small, these tiny tunnels. And I could tell that I needed to like, okay, so here's an example of what this tunnel looks like. In Super Mario Brothers 1, if I was regular, if I was, I'm sorry, Super Mario, large Mario, Mm -hmm. I would know to get through this tunnel by running at it and then holding down so that I would slide under it. But I couldn't do that in the game, um, in, in Dad Quest. So I assumed, that's when it dawned on me, oh, this is a Metroidvania style game. Mm -hmm. I probably need to find... Some kind of power up, some something to give me the ability mm-hmm. to slide, slide through like small tunnels. And, and stuff I like that. love Metroidvania games. I God, I fucking love those style games. Yeah, but there were just some elements about this game that just, man, I did not like this. I did not like this at all. I loved it. I thought it was a really, really, really fun game. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny, and the concept is funny. Yeah, but there are some little things about it that just make it. <sighs> For well, me, I'm so like in Metroid, they don't tell you that you got to like do the things, right? Yeah. You got to figure that stuff out. Yeah. So I feel like that's in the vein of the genre. Yeah, this is a genre that I don't really like, honestly. Oh, okay. Um, what I like the most about um, Dad Quest is the the combat mechanics uh, because it's some, I've <laughs> never played a game like this before. Yeah. So like the and, and the concept is funny, but like beyond that, I think it's an engaging mechanic. So you play, you take the role, uh, you assume the role of a dad um, who I think looks a lot like your dad. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, like a lot, like so much that like I was streaming this on Twitch earlier. Uh, if if anybody out there wants to like see how this game plays, because there is, I couldn't find a gameplay video of it on YouTube. Huh. Um, so yeah, Tabhog might just snake on in there and be the first <laughs> gameplay video <laughs> of Dad Quest. Get us some get us some views, dog. <laughs> um, but. Phil, Sandwich Boat Phil, was watching me play this, and without even prompting him, he said, man, that dad looks like Randy. <laughs> that Phil, Phil, a guy I've never met, 
<laughs> that looks like Thomas' hat. And it was one of those where it's like, yeah, it really does. I did not expect you to like say that. <laughs> but it really, really does. Look no, like he's Tyler's right. It dad. totally does. Um, so you play so you play Tyler's dad and um And me, let's be honest. My dad often <laughs> threw me through yeah, windows. That's how it works. Like you uh so as the dad, uh your child is always your son is always accompanying you. And you pick him up and you throw him to accomplish certain goals. <laughs> um those goals typically being to destroy enemies. Cause what the tagline is it's hard being a dad when you have an indestructible child. Yeah. Um, that you can fling. I love like here's the here's the <laughs> the intro to dadquestgame.com, which is the official website. A child longs to soar through the sky with the grace of an eagle and the destructive power of a four foot nuke. Follow generations of quote unquote dads on a quest to the legendary Dad Island. <laughs> <laughs> As each dad dies, its child will grow up obtain a child of their own and will seek to finish what their dad started to complete this grand dad venture. So we, we kind of get a taste of that in the demo, but like the, the copy on the site leads me to believe that this is like, and I hope the final game is like, I hope I'm not reading too much into it, mm-hmm. but it feels like it's going to be a Metroidvania roguelike. Like um, Rogue Legacy, where it's like when you die, you're... Your son becomes the the Next new dad, dad. Um, and you and you pick what son you want at the beginning. Yeah, each, you, each son is different. Yeah, you get the choice of two sons, um, and it's randomly it appears to be randomly generated each time. Um, like I get you get the choice of do you want so the three main categories. Each son kind of has his own class. Um, there is Jock. There is. Um, cultist Mm -hmm. and there is i think scholar um and each one of those uh, correspond to one of the sun's three prime abilities Mm -hmm. power intelligence and loyalty Mm -hmm. so a sun with a high power is gonna deal more damage when you throw them at an enemy Mm -hmm. um a sun with a high loyalty will come back to you by himself once you throw him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a child with a high intelligence, I do not know what that does. Yep. I, I assume that it um, increases your abilities, like you, you learn them faster. Yeah. Because as you kill enemies, as you hurl your son at enemies, they, the, when the enemies die, they explode into coins and orbs. They mm-hmm. explode into red, green, and purple orbs. And each one of those orbs, the colors correspond to, like, for example, red corresponds to power. So as you collect these orbs, the, um, the child's power, intelligence, and loyalty meters start to fill up. Once they're full, you can level up that child's, that your son's ability. Mm-hmm. And you do that by throwing, like, for example, if I wanted to raise my son's power and I collected enough red orbs to fill up the power meter... Mm-hmm. What I need to do is go back to town, pick up my son, and hurl him through a gym window. Yep. Uh, he will come out the other side with one more power. So, like, if I threw him in with one power, he'll come out with two power. Mm-hmm. Um, once you reach certain mile like mile markers, uh, you will get additional powers, like uh, uh, additional abilities or skills. Because, mm-hmm. like, at three power, um, you when you throw your son, you can charge him. 
You can hold down the throw button, which is the left mouse button. Uh, you can hold it down, um, and he becomes essentially a C4. So you can throw him, and if he hits an enemy, that enemy will explode and damage other enemies around him. If you get power to five, it is essentially like getting the Crusagrum and <laughs> Symphony of the Night. You become an undefeatable duo. Uh, your son, like, it looks like the Sharingan animation because, like, your child, like, you, as you charge him, like, swirls of uh, air pressure, like, start to come around him like a, like a circular saw blade. And when you, like, and as you're charging him, it's amazing because it's, like, enemies, like, start to, like, get drawn towards you and they're, like, trying to, trying to pull out of the force. Uh, and when you throw him, uh, all of this energy is just released. Um, and it like sucks up all the enemies and deals in ma massive damage. Wow. Um, so like stuff like that made the game a lot more interesting to me than like your typical Metroidvania style game. Mm -hmm. Like even like Cave Story, which I liked, but Cave Story didn't have this like really, really neat uh, game mechanic. Yeah. Because like you have to, so to throw your son, you have to hold down, you have to click the left mouse button, and you fling the you fling the child like Mjolnir, uh, and then you once you once you throw him, you hit the right mouse button, and he <laughs> returns to your returns to your hand to be thrown again. Because the only because yeah, the concept of throwing your son having those moves is different, and I like that. Um, I would love to see them work a controller version of this game. Yeah, I thought about that. I don't know if it's possible. I would love that too. Or, or at least fix it to where your mouse direction does not determine which direction you're facing. I died so many times because of that. It is That is annoying, and that is, that is a complaint of mine as well. Because, yeah, you'll be clicking on enemies, and then you're focusing on moving back and forth. But once you cross your mouse pointer, you flip the other direction. Yeah. So it was so many times where enemies would get up close on me, I'd be doing fine, and then end up flipping around the other way, and then just get torn to pieces. Yeah. I would get smashed, like these little enemies that have spikes would roll into me, a giant pigeon would then descend on me, and just that that little part of the combat was super frustrating to me. That's a shame, because I actually, I really thought that you would like this game, yeah. because it reminded me, but then again, maybe I'm, maybe it, does, it doesn't make sense, because this game reminded me of two games that I don't really like, and I know that you do. Yeah. This game reminded me of Super Metroid and Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Not, which, both of which I do like. I know you love both of those games, and I, I appreciate those games, but I don't, I don't love those yeah. games. I don't claim to love them. I think I got frustrated with the game early on, and that always puts me up when I, when I I like to ease into a game yeah so I, when I start and I'm immediately stonewalled like it's hard for me to get over that yeah so like because as soon as I started there's this hole by your house like you jump in yeah and then and the guy next to it says hey it's a hole <laughs> yeah yeah so you go in <laughs> and there's a a hobo down there who opened a portal lit to let you out. Yeah. And then where you see immediately another hole opens up on the other side of the screen that you're, I guess, supposed to get to. So I try to do that. between it is a pit with a woman in it. Right. Yeah. And she says, I'm stuck. Surely there's a way to get out. Right. I didn't know about this wall jump. Yeah. That's where you're supposed to learn the wall jump, I think. And I, I didn't. I yeah. just... It just... It, it's not super easy to do. If it was like Mega Man X, where like if you set 
on a wall, you see like the dust or something like that to indicate that you right. can do that. Yes, I think I think it is easy to do, but there it's not easy. It's not intuitive. Yeah. that it's a thing that you're supposed to do. And you can only do it once before you fall. Right, you're not able to no. do the multiple wall jump like Mario sixty four style. Yeah, because like I didn't I didn't figure that out, so I had to turn it off and restart. Yeah, and then it's like okay, well I guess I'm not going to go down there, and then. At one point, once you did tell me about the wall jump, because I explored the entire map as far as I could go. Yeah. And you told me, no, you had to find the double jump in the slide. And I was like, okay, cool. I guess that's with those treasure chests I can't reach are. Yeah. And I still couldn't reach them. But once you told me about the wall jump, I was able to get further to the east, like past these pillars that have holes underneath them where you can cross. Right. But you can't yet. Because you can wall jump over one. Yeah. Yeah. And once I wall jumped past the last one, I was stuck on the other side. Like, I couldn't slide underneath it. I couldn't wall jump multiple times to get back. I couldn't figure it out. So that, at that point, then I was like, no, no, fuck this. The hobo? I, I exited out. There was nobody there. I don't know what I did or where I was. Um, there's a, there's a <laughs> guy you're supposed to talk to, because the hobo always gives you the, gives your you the ability. Slide. Yeah, you told me that, and then he just, I don't know if there's just like, Something I happened to miss, but I was already frustrated. Yeah. So when I was like, oh, okay, progression, another wall again when I didn't see this guy, yeah. I couldn't go back. Hmm. It turned me off so hard. Huh. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> I I want to like it because yeah. in, in theory, I like it. When I was playing it before I got frustrated, yeah. I did enjoy it. But then, like, there were just, if the people in town would have, like, instead of trying to be funny, yeah. well, I have some of them. Give me a hint about what to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I I liked it a lot. And I um, also got to a point, like I started playing this game earlier in the week, and uh, I got to a point where I was stuck. I couldn't figure out how to slide under those columns that Mm -hmm. you were just talking about. So I just stopped playing. Like I played the game for 30 minutes, and I was like, you know what? I can't figure this out. Uh, I'm getting a little frustrated like mildly mm-hmm. and like before I get to my limit break I'm just going to I'm just going to shut it down and just try again later with kind of like a fresh mindset How much frustration I can bear has changed so much as I've gotten older because like I have so much other shit to do Yeah, yeah I get So it. like whenever like I hit a wall like that it's like oh well I don't know what to do I'm going to do a million of the other tasks I have to do today Yeah So I don't like to say like that I need easier games, but because I don't, I like I like a more challenging game. But at the same time, like I don't know, there has to be something there to, to keep me going. Otherwise, yeah. like I'm gonna play one of the other games I need to play for the podcast, or I want to play right. for myself, or then they have to do around the house. Yeah. <laughs> well, the like I mean, the, I think the challenge in this game is kind of figuring that stuff out. Yeah. And I do feel like that's a design decision. I don't yeah. feel like that's like poor design. I feel like that's just kind of what this game is about because I honestly I feel like that's what like Metroid is about because I'm and I look man, I didn't play a lot of Metroid as a kid. Oh, I got frustrated a lot with Metroid like there just being one square I didn't bomb, and that was the way to get through to the next section. Right. So yeah, it has yeah. shit like that too. So, I mean, like, I, I just think it's a part of the genre, and I, I, 100%, I don't think that I would have liked this game if I didn't fall in love with the uh, combat. 
Mm-hmm. The combat mechanics, I'm telling you, I love those combat mechanics. They're great. It feels really, they nailed it. It feels really good to throw the child and to call it back to <laughs> it your hand. It feels really good to throw that kid. It really, I mean, <laughs> I can't deny it. I mean, it's like they nailed that mechanic. Mm-hmm. Like That feels so good. The game looks gorgeous. It's yeah. done in like a pixel art arcade style. It mm-hmm. reminds me of like... The music is good. The music, the music is great. Is, the music reminded me out of something from Wild Arms, so, which, which I, I really, really play. enjoyed. Um, I really want to play that. We should do that for the show sometime. Yeah. Um, I that's hard to go back to. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Well, the the con- the in game combat, the out of game like moving exploration, going into towns. That's still that's t- timeless. But when you go into battle, uh, they try to do three D in the P- PS one, so it's just like awful triangle people and awful triangle enemies. And it's a little slow. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's still good. I think that um, the art style and the sound design the and the animation, the animation is beautiful. It kind of reminds me of, the animation kind of reminds me of Hyper Light Drifter because those animations in that game are gorgeous and they're in the same kind of style. Yeah. Dad Quest isn't like a sci-fi fantasy game like, um, like Hyper Light Drifter is, but I can see like similarities. Like, there's a lot of production value to the to the game, especially for a demo. Yeah. I agree with you with the wall jump because the wall jump does kind of like the wall jump kind of feels like it needs its own animation to let you know that it is a thing, yeah, and that it's an important move that you need to to use, yeah, yeah. to get to areas. I just would have had like if it had been included in the README file, like that would that would have been enough, yeah. But like just that there was nothing out or in game. To help me, and then even like I guess because normally my rule of thumb when I'm playing any game uh, is just like I'll give something five or six tries, and then I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. I'm not gonna drive myself crazy. I need. I'm not gonna waste thirty minutes when right. I can spend that thirty minutes doing something else a lot better. Just, that's how I should play Zelda games. So, yeah, but I don't, and they make me miserable. Yeah, because I spend five hours, and then you tell me. You give me, because you know how I roll, and you give me like draconic hints where it's like, what's what's on the bookshelf? You fly me down, Tyler Hint. <laughs> yeah. Hint. So, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I would really recommend everybody try it out because it's free, first of all. Yeah. If you have a PC uh, and you have 10 megabytes of space free <laughs> on your computer, because that's how much space this demo takes yeah. up, try the game. Try the game for yourself. Uh, I feel like I should have mentioned that it was created by Sunday Month. I feel like that's a thing that we sh- that I should have yeah. mentioned. I will try this again when the complete game is out. I am I'm Cause, curious cause to see how it I, I, I did like it. There were just problems with it that made me where I just couldn't play it. But make the complete version, yeah. Then I I definitely will check this out again. My biggest complaint about the demo is there really is no sense of you've completed the demo. Like, it's safe to close the game. Um, because it's a Flash game, mm-hmm. you, you can't save it. So it's like, if you close it, it's gone. You, yeah. lose, you lose your progress. Um, so I get to the end of the game, and it's like one of the hobos is just like, you did it. All right. And then, like, I leave the arena, because, like, the game ends. Once you get the, once you get the double jump and the slide, um, you're able to access, you're able to get past that in the yeah. hole, you're able to go down the hole, get past the pit that you talked about, yeah. slide under the uh, the cave, and then you go into this like subterranean um, 
arena yeah. where it's just uh, it's it's I wouldn't say a boss rush, but it's um, just level after level of you having to fight a bunch of enemies. Yeah, um, the enemies are great in the game, and they're the enemies I think are equally hilarious because um, they're they're all gorgeous looking. They're, my favorite is um, the bees are green, and mm-hmm. their stingers are flaccid. Uh, they dang- they dangle from they dangle from their butts, and um, they say things like when you hit them, they say things like "ow, stop it." Uh, and one of the levels in the subterranean arena, because you fight these things throughout the whole demo, one of the levels is their queen and a whole bunch of them, mm-hmm. and the queen is just as um, apathetic. Um and just wants to be left alone, uh, which I thought was hilarious. It's a nice little <laughs> it's a nice little touch. Um, so once you battle through the, all these levels, which I it's it, it gets kind of frustrating because the combat is hard. Yeah. Like it's when because the in, the combat's hard because the enemies are difficult. Like there's a Sonic the Hedgehog parody. Like anything that whips at you really fast, mm-hmm. like will totally mess me up. Because yeah. like that is like. And that is the tactic of a lot of the enemies, where it's just like, just dash right And when you're kidless, like, there's just not shit you can do. No, and even if you had the kid, like, the song The Hedgehog parody, um, like, he is invulnerable when he's spin dashing you, which he should be. Yeah. Um, But it it also is, like, the only way to avoid him is to dodge him. You got to, like, jump out of the way, which is fine, but there's a level of that subterranean arena where there's like, there's four of them at the same time and they're all uh, spin dashing. So it's just like trying to dodge them is, yeah. a, is a nightmare. Uh, fortunately, it's not a one hit, one kill dad kind of game. Yeah. You do have like heart containers essentially. Yeah. Um, so I, I I really liked the game. I'm really glad that Phil recommended If it. more people were playing it so I could have just like looked up what to do. I mean, because there's nothing about this game online, like, no, at all. No, like, no, Like, no Steam forums, nothing. So... It, which is... I Like, that's really cool <laughs> to me, too, because it's like, I... Dude, it has been so long since I've played a game where it's like, oh, man, I don't know anything about this, and neither does the internet. <laughs> it, like, makes me feel like a kid again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like the... I love getting it's in. It's just how Jacob wants to feel. No one else knows about it but me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Jacob and I share that sentiment because it's like, this is a game that I easily could like hoard away myself and just like play it and not share it with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, because, man, I guess it's just the way that I am. It's like Fallout 4, for example. I never finished Fallout 4. And the real reason, there's several different reasons, but like the biggest reason is... Some things got spoiled for me, and that was it. I was just done. Oh, I was just yeah. like, I don't want to do. There's no point. I don't want to. I don't want to play it anymore because all that I'm doing is really gathering up a whole bunch of wasteland garbage. And it's like, what's the point if I know like bits of the story? So I mm. I just stopped doing it. So it's it's like one of those things where I like being in on like the ground floor of a game where like everyone's just trying to figure it out. Yeah, Bravely Default was like that because I picked up Bravely Default um, on release and. In the beginning, like we were all like, I, I joined the Bravely Default subreddit because I'm a huge nerd, <laughs> and um, like everyone on there was just trying to figure things out together. But about a month in, everyone knew everything about the game, yeah. And it was just like, well, that's awesome that like the internet allows us to do this and like come together and solve problems via instant communication. But at the same time, 
it does kind of suck that we've essentially solved this game in a month. And yeah. it's like if I get stuck or anything, like all I need to do is like click, click. All right, well, this is the easy, this is the best way to defeat this boss. Okay, mm-hmm. let's optimize my characters and do that. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's true. I mean, no, no, you're right. And I think it's just like different people like different things. Yeah. Like, and I don't think there's anything wrong with like the people who like want to optimize. Like, if that's how you get your best gaming experience, go for it. Yeah, now, honestly, it's on me. I should avoid that subreddit if I don't want to. <laughs> if I don't want to do that. But at the same time, I I don't want to yeah. feel like I'm well, falling behind. All of my other like fandom subreddits like. Tons of people. When something new is coming out, I'll miss you guys. Have to unsubscribe because this will be spoiled for me. Yeah. See you in a month. So, like every fandom I do, like Fallout was abandoned by everyone for like a month. Yeah. Because no one wanted. Every, spoilers would be posted no matter what. Somebody would forget to black it out or yeah. just not care. Yeah. So like, you just have to. You have to do that. Um, I don't know, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I had fun today yeah. talking about Dad Quest. I'm glad that you were I'm glad that you were honest with your opinions. I mm-hmm. like that. I, it's rare that we disagree on a game, yeah. I think. Our, our Earthworm Gem might be like the last <laughs> one where I feel like we've had this much of a divide. I, I wanted to like it and I see where I can like it, but it just needs a few things fixed for me in the final game. So I will. I definitely 100 percent will check out the final game. I wish that I had backed it on Kickstarter, and I would have if I'd have known about it. I, yeah. di- I didn't know about it, so um, I guess I'll just have to wait. This is a game that, like, I know this is a hot. I know this is a hot button issue. Mm-hmm. This is like controversial, but like, I will get in on early access of this game. Yeah. Uh, no questions asked. I think it's it's worth it to me. Like the demo has captivated me. I got to the end of it, and I was like. I want to play more of this game, yeah. Which is rare for this genre, because uh, usually I'm like, even Cave Stories, like, man, this was great, but I'm not gonna play it ever again. And I'm glad that yeah. it's. I'm part of me is really glad that it's over. Because now the Steam Summer Sale is going on, and pretty much if anything has a Metroidvania tag, I'll watch the the video. I'll be like. Yeah, okay, $7. All right, that looks good to me. There's so <laughs> many of them now. Yeah. Like, there is so many of them. Um, so have you picked up any games in this most recent Steam I've sale? I've picked up about 15 games, I think, so nice. far in this, this sale. I had, man, Steam... St- They're ingenious. They've got me with uh, Start Your Queue. Yeah. Because that shows me games I that I would have never otherwise seen. But they done goofed, because here's what happened to me. I was uh, maybe at work, I don't know, you should take a guess, <laughs> and I was browsing the Steam sale, and I loaded my cart up dude like because i was you know kind of it was slow i didn't have a whole lot to do mm-hmm. so i i just was browsing steam and i was like yeah that looks great oh that looks wonderful that's great cart 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 and then i got to checkout and i was like i got like 90 dollars worth of games in here maybe i should run it by nikki and see if there are any games in here that like because I picked up a lot of co-op games that I mm-hmm. want to play with her. And it's like, if there's if I've got something in the cart that's co-op that she doesn't want to play, I'll just kick it out and save some money. Yeah. I got home the next and I the next day I showed her, I was like, go to my cart, everything's gone. So it didn't save the cart uh, from the the um time I was at work yeah. to that to when I was home. So I ended up just spending like twenty bucks. It actually helped me. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Whenever I was buying games, like I'd see something, okay, cool, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Oh, can't buy anything else for a few hours. Like, oh, really? It, like, it's like you've, you're, you've been spending a lot of money, try again in a few hours. Really? It's like, fuck you. It's like they think you were hacked or something? Yeah, I guess. 
So it's just like, like it's a security measure. Yeah, but it's so I understand it. But at the same time, it's just like let me buy a fucking game. Also, I didn't. I'm getting old, and this is how I know that I'm getting old. I don't understand how this particular sale works because, like in previous sales, I feel like every day they had like daily deals, and then they yeah, had I games. Think they've gotten rid of they, the last time they didn't have the daily deal thing. Really? Either. See, or, I or skipped the, the last. One or the totally. voting was gone too, so really? now it's just a like a flat sale, and you start your queue and look over your queue, and that's how you get trading cards. Gotcha. Well, like what really messed me up is, okay, I figured out the, uh, remember a couple episodes back, I was talking about the dude who was streaming Final Fantasy 14 as a wolf. Mm -hmm. He was using a, some software called FaceRig and I found it on Steam and I was like, oh, it's $15. That looks like a fun thing to play around with. And that might be a thing that Henry enjoys. Yeah. So I'll pick that up when it goes on sale. It went on sale uh, in the, as part of this the summer sale on Steam, mm -hmm. and I didn't buy it because I was like, well, I guess this will just be on sale all week. I guess this will be just be on sale to July fourth, and then the next day it was no longer on sale. Oh, I didn't. And know I was that. like, man, this is some bullshit. Yeah, I didn't know if it had been said like a timer, like flash deal, your daily deal. Yeah, you're right, but I yeah, it's not. So cornered off like it used to be. So next time maybe, or if it hits a humble bundle or something like that. Yeah. Firewatch is another one that I wanted to buy. I, I wanted to buy that too. So I yeah, it was on sale. I'm, I know. So it went off sale pretty quickly. It did. It okay. did go off sale. Um, and it might be bad. I don't know how. My point is, I don't know how the sale works. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> and yeah. Firewatch, I feel like that screams humble bundle game to me. Oh, it does. I don't know if you are. You are <laughs> right. I like, watched the demo. I was like, okay. I'm going to go and buy this. This looks fun. But yeah, you're right. It is 100% Humble Bundle. Yeah, yeah. It looks amazing. And I yeah. really, really want to play it. But it is like, well, I saw it and I was like, I bet I can buy this for a dollar next like year. Because like the Humble Exploration Bundle or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it'll be on there. Something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, I have, a, I have a question for you. So yes. I have a few yes. questions for yes. you. Yes. Uh, the first of which is, if you were to give this game a beard, Tyler, mm -hmm. what kind of beard would you give it? I would have to give it... My beard when I was 17. You had a beard when you were 17? Most, I mean, it wasn't fully loaded Is yet. Is it kind of like mine now? It was, I mean, I have pictures of it somewhere. Yeah. It's like I was just, I was, because I couldn't have facial hair in high school. So after I graduated, I graduated when I was 17. And so it's coming in. So it, it'll look, it, you can tell like, oh, that's going to be a full red beard one day. It's the demo. Yeah, so I had, the demo I had my beard. demo beard. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. That makes sense. Uh, if you were to give this game, Tyler, mm -hmm. if you were to give this game a pair of glasses, mm -hmm. what kind of glasses would you give it? Uh, I guess I'm also going to have to give it my current glasses because I have an astigmatism that is only going to get worse over yeah. time and I'll need more and more powerful glasses. Yeah. So right now, you know, my problem's still loading. So there you go. So I've got I've got demo eyesight problems. Welcome to the world yeah. of vision problems. Uh, I you're gonna really enjoy it. I think it's it's. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's really. Because I still fun. never wear my glasses it's, like ever. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you in them once. Yeah, <laughs> I I think they're in my desk. I think. Yeah. Well, Tyler, it's a great way to spend two to three hundred dollars a year. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Tyler, I've got another question for you. Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. think you're prepared for this at all. No. Out of the games that we've covered in Dad Month, which is your favorite? Because we did Dad Quest, which we're mm -hmm. talking about right now. Mm -hmm. We did Dad and Me. Um, and what else did we do? We did some other Shower dad with games. Your Dad Simulator. Shower with Your Dad Simulator. And then uh, Who's Your Daddy? Who's Your Daddy? 
That's right. Good memory. Much better than so, mine. Much better than <laughs> mine. I'd completely forgotten two of them. My favorite is probably Shower With Your Dad Simulator 2015. Why is that? I, I guess I, I played it the most, like, and I would play it again. Yeah. I just left it installed on Steam. Nice. And, and it, was, it was funny, and there's a lot to do with it. You know, yeah. so that you know that one's just my favorite one. That is a solid, and it's game. super cheap. Yes, so I'm going with Dad Quest. Yeah, because I could. I finished the demo, and I kind of want to play it again, um, just for uh, just for the combat mechanic. Yeah, like it's just it's fun for me. Like it scratches it scratches an itch for me that like Yoshi's Island didn't do. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. Instead of throwing, instead of you being Yoshi throwing eggs, you're a dad throwing a baby. Yeah. But there's something about it's fast, and I like the returning animation, and it just feels right to me. And I, the only way I can think of them maybe adapting it for a controller is to do like the Yoshi's Island reticule style yeah. like thing, which I think would just slow the game down. Yeah. Um, but I'm going, I'm going Dad Quest. But I, my my runner up is definitely Shout with Your Dad Simulator. Yeah. Who's your daddy is kind of fun. It was yeah, it was fun. It's fun. It's fun. Like it's like a twenty minute game. I feel like yeah. Then you're kind of you've seen all the ways you can die and or even if you haven't, if like, you're the baby, you're probably just gonna win. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. it's just so it's just so one sided. It's not yeah. It's too one sided to keep keep going. So yeah, and random people on the internet are the worst. Unless you're listening <laughs> to this, in which case you're the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. You wanna take a call or two? Yeah, I'd love to. Are we good on time? Yeah. All right, let me pull this up. We've got, um, we have a glorious Scrooge McDuck vault full of Google Voice uh, calls. So here we go. Scrolling through, here is a text message from 520 who says, Ridge Racer and Tekken 1 on PS had the games on the load screen. Um, I think he's referring to the mini games mm-hmm. that the uh, Namco Bandai yeah had copyrighted had, for a long time. Uh, that is that is from Bloody Knave of Ziggy Moons. So we should just do an entire episode on the loading mini games from I'm Ridge down. Racer and Tekken One because that sounds like a super easy episode. Yep. <laughs> uh, thanks for the info. We appreciate it. Here is a voicemail. This is from. Wizen Sage, Ian Chandler. I want to point out, Google translates this as French Bulldog, it's Susan, CGM. <laughs> Fucking Tadpogs. It's Wizen Sage, Ian. I haven't called in a while, and I'm driving through town listening to the All Call show from recently. I'm, I'm trying to get caught up. I'm going to elaborate on why I'm so far behind, and hopefully in a future episode. But so this whole Samir thing's got me puzzled. Uh, in case you've forgotten, the uh, letter the guy wrote, yeah. the anonymous letter from Evansville, and you have not forgotten. I, may have addressed this since you know you may have already addressed this, but I'm going to say it while it's on my mind, just in case. Tyler brought up the, the bathroom situation. It's the, it's the left hand. Typically, it is uh, inappropriate to offer your left hand uh, in cultures where. That might be considered a thing to do, which is sort of clean yourself after you shit or whatever with your left hand. Uh, it's typically not, um, it's left hand is the bad thing. So he offered. It's a sinister hand. I get it. That he offered his right hand. A better hand. Tyler's the devil. The, <laughs> the only thing I could think of was maybe, a, except for the fact that the guy writing the letter was a man, 
I, I do know also that it is considered inappropriate for a woman to, uh, you know, reach out and engage for a handshake or make any sort of physical contact without provocation in certain cultures. I believe Indian culture is one of them. Um, I don't know. I, again, I'm probably jumping the gun. If I just keep listening, maybe we'll eventually get this answer. But just thought I'd weigh in, and I thought I'd like to give you guys a call because I miss you and I love you, and I hope to see you soon. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks, Ian. Yeah, we love you too. Well, we don't. I don't. I don't want to spoil it, and we're not allowed to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because we. We did find out who Samir is. Mystery Saul. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I we can't reveal who it is, but it's fucking hilarious. It is great. <laughs> and maybe one day, maybe like 30, 40 years from now, we can tell you. Yeah. When we're still yeah. doing this show. <laughs> when we do our VR show. <laughs> when Tyler and I are doing Coachella, when, we'll oh, tell God. you. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're, we're part of Skynet. We will <laughs> upload it to you. Yeah, once our consciousness has been uploaded, <laughs> uh, then we can tell you without repercussion. But until then, uh, we would get in very big trouble, I feel like, if we told <laughs> Yeah. Considering that I was specifically asked never to tell anybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ian, thanks for calling. Uh, it, looks like, uh, it looks like you called back. Fucking Tad Pog. I'm still... It's Ian. By the way, I'm still listening to 295, the All Calls show. And, you know, I got two more things to say. I, this episode's really got me uh, thinking. I got two more things to say. Pause. Wouldn't it be great if Ian just, like, solved it, like, out of the blue? Uh, yeah. Like, some kind of, like, Nancy, or, like, Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> where it's, like, slow-mo, where it's, like, he's just rifling through all, like, guest hosts and stuff, like, connecting lines. Yeah, bubbles pop up and cross out. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe. <laughs> all right, sorry, I didn't mean to First kill the flow. thing I want to say is, you mentioned that the, they had the pulled pork now at Burrito Shack, and Dave went on about... I don't want barbecue on my pork. I yeah. want or my burrito. I'm going to have to... This, Dave, this yeah. might be the first thing that I fully and totally disagree with you on. All right. Um, the pulled pork at Burrito Shack here in lovely Paducah, Kentucky. Link in the show notes. Delicious. It's not like barbecue. It's just pork that's been seasoned properly for use in a burrito. Cubes of burrito... Or cubes of burrito. What the fuck? <laughs> that sounds it's delicious. Like eight in the morning. I can't think. Cubes of pork. It's like pieces of dog food no. on, on burrito. No. I don't. Mm, no. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on that point. And secondly, you decided that John and I, um, uh, Burger Bottom, John Turley, and myself Thank would you. be uh, be here in Bunsen. <laughs> And I guess I like that okay. <laughs> Muppet Babies thing. I guess I like that okay, except that I, I don't know. I kind of thought you guys would make us the old dudes that sit up in the balcony and whip insults at everybody. Uh, but I don't know if they're Sattler on that show. Yeah. Was there like baby versions of them? They showed they up in Muppet Babies. Anyway, <laughs> I hope this call is coherent when you play it back on the show because I'm really tired. I don't know why. I'm just really tired this morning and I can't eight. think but I guess I can think enough to call um, again I love you I miss you I hope you're doing alright you sound like you're doing alright <laughs> and uh, I'd love to see you again soon bye 
Homie, I am never awake at eight. Like, I mean, my body's moving around, (laughs) but I am totally like, since it's Ian who called, I feel like it's appropriate to say, I totally feel like the farmer in Men in Black. (laughs) I feel like Mr. Sugarwater. Okay, so first things first. Based on your recommendation, Ian, I will try the pulled pork burrito, burrito shack. Um, I I like cubed. I like the cubed pork. That's Mm -hmm, good. mm -hmm. And I I also like dog food. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of it. Spam is right out. Um, I'll try the pulled pork. Actually, I would try it today, but we're recording this on Sunday and they're closed. So maybe maybe tomorrow I'll report back. Paducah is the worst place to eat on Sunday. Yeah. Everything really goes closed on Sunday. On Sunday or after 9 o'clock. Yep. <laughs> True. Because <laughs> once 9 o'clock rolls around, usually about the time Henry goes to bed, Nikki and I are like, oh, well, I guess we got to cook something here. Or go to Wendy's, McDonald's, Hardee's, or uh, name your other fast food chain. <laughs> yep, yep. Feed the corporation, not local business. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's probably pretty good. Okay. It's pretty good. Well, cool. If you, uh, you want to call... Uh, like Ian has, um, and uh, text like Ziggy Moon has, uh, feel free to do so at 270-883-2555. Changing up the flow a little bit, because I feel like it's relevant to include after the after the yeah, voicemails. that's true. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. So to miss the next episode, we'll be talking about... Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. I need to get started on that. Me too. So that I can give the game its due, like I said I needed to, yep. to do. Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a pretty short one, right? I don't think it is. It's. I think it's like a four to five hour We had game. a busy week of what, pre-wedding and post-wedding yeah. and actual wedding things. Right. Yes. Uh, so uh, if you want to help us out, and a lot of people did, I made my call to action that I would do something nice. For whoever posted 149. Yeah, on iTunes reviews. Yep. Who got the 149th iTunes review? Well, I because I can see where uh, the Tadpog diehards definitely like, oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. So, so like, we got a bunch of them? So thank you. We are now sitting pretty at 155. Holy shit. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So thank you to, I'll, I'll start by the people who didn't win first. Okay. Th- thank you. Build tension. I like it. I like your storytelling. Yeah. So this one, this review... You should get him on by Fish Lips Told Me To. <laughs> the review saying, you should get him on. <laughs> Another review, which I think we should, Fish Lips J, this is what he should be. Fishly Pajama Told Me To. Fishly so, Pajama? So that's a nice autocorrect. That's that a Fish wonderful autocorrect. Fish, so, Fishly, Fishly Pajama J. <laughs> uh, so, by Fish Lips J Told Me To. Or by, I'm sorry, by Grew Daddy. Okay, well, these oh, these messed up. It just says, or is it? So it's supposed to go somewhere else, but it didn't. Wait, what? Uh, let's see. I'm sorry. Let me start all over here. Okay. okay. You should get him on by Fishly Shade told me to. You should get him on. Then again, Fishly Pajama told me to by Fishly Shade told me to. You should get him on. <laughs> then, oh, okay. I, I read those out of order. This is not Lord Mike by Grew Daddy commenting, or is it? I am super confused, but I'm glad that we got reviews. And then Fishlips J told me to by Sparky2014. You should get him on. He knows quite a bit about games. And then these guys are blue from Mako Energy by Mason1986. If you're looking for game reviews and a couple of cool, young, 
well-hung podcasters. This is not what you're looking for. <laughs> Mason, thank you, Mason. Tyler and Dave aren't bad either, though. <laughs> but the winner who got in at one who got in 149, uh, Shinjin 29, with uh, I love squiggle pens. <laughs> if you make a mistake, you got to roll with it, and that's why I still lo- listen to this podcast. Heart. Well, that's nice. So. Shinjin29. What's he get? Or she I, get? I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch base. Send me a message on Facebook. Let's talk. Let's f- find, find out what we can do for you because you you helped me out of a spot. So, yeah, just uh, send me a message on Facebook or Twitter, whichever. We just need your mailing address. Yeah, we just... That's all. <laughs> Give me your address. We just need your mailing address. It's address. not a big deal. It's not even a thing. So, since we got a bunch of them... Uh, we should do this again. Yep. <laughs> Depending on what you have to send to Shenzhen, uh, like you might run out of fingers eventually, <laughs> but we should do this again because that feels good to get a whole bunch of reviews. Yeah. So that's helpful, very helpful for us. So if you want to further help us out, go to iTunes, subscribe, find the show, give us a five-star rating and write a review. Yes. So if there's a game you want us to play, a guest host for a certain episode, a Patreon request, or or just uh, have us do something nice for you. I don't know what it is. Just go there, leave that, include it in your review, and promise we will get to that eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about Echo the Dolphin. In the meantime, you can always find us at tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash tadpog. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Thanks for commenting. I like hearing your feedback on yeah. episodes. That's that's great. That's amazing. Uh, I know we've got some new people on there uh, who are participating. That feels good, too. Uh, it, we can, you can follow us on Twitter if you want. We're at tadpog underscore podcast. Uh, we are on Twitch. Uh, I've been streaming as much as I can. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, it's kind of tough for me because I like do it when Henry is sleeping and napping, yeah. so I always feel kind of creepy because I'm talking in a low the voice. Whis- so the like, whisper know, dad gamer. So it's like, today was great. This is your ASMR Twitch, <laughs> yeah. Twitch stream for the day. That's that's going to be our our niche. That's like how, <laughs> that's like how we do it. Um, but today was great when I did uh, I streamed Dad Quest. So if you want to know how this crazy game plays... Check us out on Twitch. Nikki and Henry went out shopping, so I, I got to be as crazy and as loud as I wanted to be. <laughs> uh, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, we have a Patreon mm-hmm. um, and some very, very lovely and loyal Tadpog listeners uh, have given us some money, Tyler. I yeah, don't know if have. you know this or I not. I do. Okay, good. Uh, and so I have some people uh, that I'd like to thank. I would like to thank... Bloody-handed otaku of Ziggy Moons, Mike H., who uh, upped his donation. Thank you very much, Mike. We appreciate it. I want to thank Micah Purdue, a.k.a. Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who has upped his pledge by a penny, which he's doing at the end of every episode now, so that we have to say his name at least once. This is essentially ha- this is essentially him marking his territory. I feel but, like, but I feel like if everybody would do that, so it we're would just be great. Up oh, it'd be a amazing! Huge list of names <laughs> after every episode. Yeah, it would be amazing. For like fifty for fifty cents. Fifty cents for uh, increase per episode. Yes, yep. please. Uh, and I also want to thank a new uh, donor, Joseph E. Willard the Third. Oh, yeah, and, and for him. But! <laughs> there you go. So thanks very much, guys. Tyler, I have something for you. Yeah. It kind of smells, oh, smells like vinegar. Um, oops, shit. I'm sorry. I threw it over your shoulder. That is a Tadpog prototype T-shirt. 
which just came it does in. Smell the just ink like vinegar. smells like vinegar. When I opened it, Nikki's like, "What smells like vinegar?" So um, that's a large. Wash it, put it on. Tell me how it fits, and if you're if we're both pleased with the quality, uh, we'll launch these things. Yeah, I'll take a picture of this for the Instagram. Okay, cool. All right, awesome. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you have anything you want to send us, let me pull up this address that I still have not memorized. Me neither. I never will. I probably either. won't. Yeah. No. Got this. Got this slow internet connection back in my bedroom. Okay. So if you want to send anything, please send it to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. Our mailbox is currently full, so if that's an incentive to you for any reason, mm-hmm. listener. It's it, you're probably going to get a lot of lavish praise if you, <laughs> if you send us something. Our mailbox is empty or full? What did you say? Oh, I if I said full, I you meant, said full. I meant empty. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I, I totally sent a bad message. <laughs> I was like, our our mailbox is full, so fuck off. <laughs> that's not what I meant. Thanks for correcting me. <laughs> uh, we also have an Instagram at tadpog underscore podcast. Yes. So I've been putting things up there. Amazing. Uh, let's see. Our uh, theme song is Moves by Sigmar Drive. Link to that track in the show notes at tabbog.com. Dave, how'd you to close this out? Oh, wow. I hadn't even been thinking about it. Mm. That's, that's a good... Uh, I have an idea. Okay. So let's close it out like birds. Because... Okay. Because birds notoriously throw their children in video games. That's true. And I think this is one of the reasons that Sandwich Pope Phil recommended that we play it. Because he knows, he knows your... A very astute observation of birds and video games throwing their, Always their throw eggs. eggs. All right. <clears throat> so until next time. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Bump up the world. Return of the Mac. What was that I just about? bit in my head today. All day. I do not know why. Well, it's because you're back. Yeah. <laughs>